Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Bear Guys and Tua T Fitness. The How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. Cause we learned it from you, Dad. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. This is the Stealth Edition. Oh boy. Fuck. <laughs> My name is Michael Schantz. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. That laughter you hear is from your friend and mine, Lady Chu. Say hi to everyone, Chu. Hey, everybody. Well, I kind of <laughs> had a puberty voice right there. Hey, everybody. Did you notice that? I didn't notice. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> hey, guys. Sounded like you're a regular mean self to me. <laughs> All right. That's fair. <laughs> so today, Chu, we're talking about the 2005 fucking sloppy mess, Stealth, directed by Rob Cohen. I'm going to name some movies for you, Chu. Sure. Dragonheart, The Skulls, Triple X. A mummy sequel, Revenge of the Tomb or something like that. Fast and Furious, the original Fast and Furious. And most recently, Hurricane Heist. Oh, man. (laughs) These are other movies. Oh, shit. Hurricane (laughs) Heist has been on our list, but we can't get it because it's not free yet. So. Is that right? Yeah. We got to do it at some point. We were going to do it. Uh. I don't know, re- recently, in the last like, we month or so. We talked about it, I remember, but yeah. you had to pay for it, and we were like, I ain't paying for that. No fucking way. <laughs> I'm not putting more money in Rob Cohen's fucking pocket for fucking Hurricane Heist, I'll tell you that much. Well, I but would But this say... gives you a list, this gives you kind of a clue as to the kind of movies Rob Cohen makes, does it not? Well, I've never seen Dragonheart, and I gotta tell you, I don't have a need to. Is that the one with Dennis Quaid, he's the dragon? No, I, well... Dennis Quaid's in it, but Sean Connery is the dragon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Either, that doesn't change my mind. No? No, don't, still <laughs> don't, don't want to see it. You <laughs> Come on, that adds the some stem- actor weight. <laughs> <laughs> um, original Fast and Furious, not terrible. That was good. It was fine. Yeah, I mean. It was good for what it was. It wasn't trying to be anything other than. That's a Fast and Furious movie. That the, Yeah, that series doesn't really hit its stride until later, though. That felt like a, a speed. Oh, agreed. It's not, not the best, that felt but like it's fine. A, uh, point break ripoff. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, you know. Triple um, X, not good. No. Not good. Yeah, I, 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 we're going to have to take on the skulls at some point. That movie is hysterical because the preview is all about, like, Secret society that nobody knows about. George H.W. Bush was a part of the Skulls, and so was his son. It's like a real thing, the Skulls. But then the movie oh. starts, and it's like... Like they show a building that's like, here's the headquarters of, of the Skulls. And the Skulls are always going around going, we're part of the Skulls. Want to be part of the Skulls? Like, this secret society is not very secret. They're just fucking <laughs> sculling around everywhere. What the fuck is this movie? So is it like a documentary? No, no, no. It's with Paul Walker. What is happening? It's like uh, a secret society on the campus of Yale, I think it is. 
And like actual presidents like George H.W. Bush was a part of the skulls. But in this movie, oh, I think it might be our old friend Craig T. Nelson. I'd have to double check, but I think I'm right. From oh, uh, I like Craig from Action Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't like that movie. We know that already. <laughs> <laughs> Just a reminder in case anybody forgot. I don't fucking like that movie. All right, all right. Don't drive angry. All right. It's gonna be all right. But at any rate, like, look, this movie. Not adored by the fans. This movie had a fucking budget of $135 million. It made $32.1 million in the USA. Whoa. Ooh. And that's after almost half of that in the opening weekend, like 13.2. Worldwide, cumulatively, $79.2 million. So this movie lost like $56 million, which at the time, I guess, was like one of the biggest losses ever. Like this catastrophic. Yeah. People did not like this movie. Um, And I don't blame them. It's not great. Okay, it's not great. All right. First and first, mostly thoughts go. I would have assumed that given the year or the era, you know, the era. Uh, early 2000s, I feel like this movie fit right in to the early 2000s movies, which the majority of them are crap. The bad. Yeah, yeah. The bad early 2000 movies. Um, that being said, I feel like there's a certain, you know, the bar is set low. So I'm surprised that it didn't do as well because this fits exactly into that category of, hey, this is a pile of shit, but it should do pretty well because... Yeah, I mean, I guess you you could imagine a world of the, which we've talked about before, the 12-year-old boy set who are like, this movie's fucking great, man. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But there just weren't more than $32.1 million worth of those boys. That's fair. I don't know that this was... uh, Before I say what I'm going to say, do you remember off the top of your head how much money Armageddon made? I'm assuming that was a pretty successful movie, regardless yeah, of like how you and I feel. it was like $250 million or something like that. Okay. I feel like this was no worse than Armageddon, so I don't understand why it made less money than Armageddon. No, I think... They're both <laughs> crap. Yeah, but I think Armageddon's actually more enjoyable. I think it sits in its terribleness with a little more ease. I guess so. I would like, I, I feel like I'm teetering on the side of, oh, does Chu like this movie? No, 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 no. That is not, I need to make that super fucking clear. That is not what I'm saying. You just don't find it as egregious as the movie that started it all, which you hate a lot. Exactly. Thank you. Do you remember we were talking one night and I said, I said I was flipping channels and found myself watching Armageddon for like 20 minutes before I went, the <laughs> are you doing why are you watching this movie again (laughs) so maybe there's something about armageddon that just lures you in a little bit oh i disagree completely (laughs) that movie should only be watched once if you say so anyway okay well how many grievances did you have oh you know what we should 
<laughs> okay. I had 40 grievances. Whoa! Wow. And I had four positive points. And wow. That's it. That's a lot. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Um, I had 20. Um, I did find myself forgetting to write notes because I just caught myself watching it. Not. Oh, I wrote everything down. I, <laughs> At a certain point, I was like, fuck you. I wasn't lost in the movie because I was intrigued. I was lost in the movie because I was lost. Not like it was confusing, but I'm just like, why are we here still? Why is this scene? Why is this situation still happening? Well, right. yeah. So can we it leave? Is this, can we get yeah. out? Um, so I feel like if that hadn't happened, I would have had more grievances. But I had twenty to five. Twenty slash five is what I mean. So you got up to five. I only got four, and it was like it was hard to get to four. Uh, same. I don't know if all of them really constituted as positive points. It was uh -huh. just something I didn't hate. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this movie, this movie was, I, th I think it's only nominated for one How Dare You Award. And that's movie that took itself way, way too seriously. <laughs> that's what I was guessing, because I didn't look. Yeah. What it was under. That's that, that It was lost to Kingdom of Heaven, though. And uh, I would as agree it that. should. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was too much. But let me ask you this, because it did not get nominated for most ridiculous concept. I'm looking at these now. It's not we the got... most ridiculous concept. Yeah, I guess we've not. Ever seen. But it's just like, you know what it is, really? Actually, it should have been formulaic. Yeah. But we had Fever Pitch, Hitch, Must Love Dogs, Man of the House previous episode which one and the pacifier mm. but the thing that's the other thing about this movie is this movie is trying to be a little bit of five different movies i think like if you're if you're doing this movie and you're trying to combine top gun with 2001 maybe a little bit of the right stuff a big dollop of behind enemy lines with a smidge <laughs> like a smidge of conspiracy theory from JFK. This is not good. <laughs> These yeah, are all is... bad ideas. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Combining all of them. I felt like I wouldn't have been able to watch this movie if I was even slightly epileptic. <laughs> right. No. This it was movie. A lot. Wait, where's my note? I wrote down like at least three or four of my grievances all have to do with CGI. Yes, absolutely. I wrote down that this movie is a CGI catastrophe and that it was an assault on physics, logic, and common sense. 100%. <laughs> Why were they so herky-jerky in their cockpits, like in the plane? Those planes right. should be smooth sailing, but they're like, <laughs> Why? What's going on To show on you there? the G-force, Chew. I don't know. I, I knew, mean, we've talked about this before, too. I knew we were in trouble right away with the Columbia logo. Because it's like surrounded by clouds. 
and all of a sudden we zoom away from it. And then we have like a Star Wars scroll. <laughs> yeah. In the near future. But what? Via, yeah, but via, via flying paragraphs or blurbs. I was, you're, I was like, you're pissing me off. You piss me off quick, Stealth. <laughs> Real quick. And I saw this movie in the theater. In the theater, I was like, wow, what a piece of shit. And it was such a piece of shit, Chew, that I, 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 I couldn't really remember a single frame from this movie. It was like I was watching it, having never seen it. Oh, I'd never I seen it, it before. I completely, I remembered that the movie well, existed. I think that goes without saying, but <laughs> go ahead. Obviously, I'd never seen it before. <laughs> but I had completely forgot that it existed. I was like, uh-huh. oh, that's right. That movie did happen. Interesting. <laughs> I'll say. Boy, did it. <laughs> that ever. happened. Yeah. So what's it about? <laughs> uh, I like the way you said that. So what's the movie about? <laughs> um, three of the best pilots on the planet... Just well, three. Okay. Just three. Out of 400, which they They said tell in the us movie. in the flying blurbs. Yeah. Um, fuck. What do they do? I don't know. They go and, like, blow shitty countries up. No offense to those countries, but, it you know, bad stuff's happening there. Not all your fault. Uh, blowing people up. And then they get But that's a, not how it starts. It's like, like it's just a trade. I mean, they are... I think in another country, but it's like a training mission. I don't remember. I'm already blacking it out. Honestly. Like, Didn't you watch it this morning? I did. I watched all of it. <laughs> but the. Uh, yeah. All right. Sorry. I interrupted you, which you don't need to get off course by it's yourself. Fine. <laughs> it's fine. I actually needed a second to like get my thoughts together. Be like, okay, so what the fuck happened? Um, Let me get my breadcrumbs out (laughs) so we can find our way back. Go ahead. Uh, Military makes a basically an AI plane and they don't like it. The the three people, the three, you know, pilots, they don't like it. They get into a fight. Tell them why they don't like it. He's a dick. They call him Eddie. He's kind of a dick. He doesn't follow rules. He thinks he's superior. You know, typical AI shit. Like, because we've seen this before, right? Because this is all fucking familiar. Um, and then, uh, yeah, stuff ensues. People all die. Right. It's not good, you guys. This was She's a long not movie. lying. <laughs> and you're like, wow, did you actually fucking watch the movie, Chew? Yes, I fucking did. But it was two hours of stuff. Yeah, just stuff happening. Two hours. And that's the thing is like, it's like it's plodding along and you actually have scenes and then somewhere between a quarter of the way through and halfway through, they start a mission and that's just the rest of the movie. (laughs) The mission (laughs) going haywire and trying to fix every, I mean, like for starters, if 2001 taught us anything, it's to not trust a polite computer. So once you hear that voice, you're like, we're in fucking trouble. (laughs) And also, the big problem for this movie is 
when the most interesting uh, character is the AI computer? This is the only character with an arc? You're in trouble. There really was an arc, actually. That's a great point. Yes. Yeah, Eddie had an arc. Right? Amazing. Yeah. Also, huge fucking grievance. Huge grievance. Go. Why the fuck did you guys kill off Jamie Foxx? What the fuck is wrong with you? What was the whole fucking point of him being in the movie? Spoiler alert. Pissed. Pissed. Didn't like it at all. It didn't piss me off. Because if I was to see anybody die, I'm okay with his character dying. Hmm. I like Jamie Foxx, but I don't like... Like, I don't like a man who we're introduced to just staring at tits. I wasn't upset about it. Like, can you cook? <laughs> I wasn't. He's a bit of an asshole. Maybe I'm just being biased because I love Jamie Foxx and I did throw out a lot of F-bombs. So maybe it was a little too much, but I'm very upset about it. <laughs> was it emotionally affecting? I don't know. You tell me. Do I sound emotionally affected? Yeah. <laughs> Super affected. <laughs> okay. I mean, from like a narrative standpoint, like, did you care just because it's disrespectful for Jamie Foxx? Or did you actually care about that character and his death? Both. I think he deserved more. He was a great pilot. His comrades respected and enjoyed his company why did he have to die their death because he was flying too close to he didn't follow rules that's true jessica beale tried to tell him several times he fucked up but that's actually one of my positive points was just the line from from eddie when he says goodbye henry (laughs) that was mean (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's cold but he was like he was, he, he, the, the computer was, the, the computer knew exactly what was going to happen. I'm going to dodge this missile and yeah. then the explosion is going to kill good old Henry. Sorry. Yeah. Goodbye, Henry. <laughs> you are the weakest link. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a break and then we'll get back into... What the fuck this movie's all about? (laughs) Sound good? Yeah, party. All right. Right after this. Can I ask you a question? Do you like beer? I like beer. It's required by law that you like beer when you're living in San Diego, California. But even I can get confused and dizzied by the amount of choices that you can see at your local beer store. What's a person to do? I'll tell you what you do. You'll watch the Vegas Beer Guys, a live show on Instagram and Facebook, and they will set you right as to what beers you should have in your life or should not have in your life. The Vegas Beer Guys are brought to you by Dan Aker, the beer professional, and Stephen Weiss, self-proclaimed beer novice. They'll drink beers for you and drink beers with you. 
go ahead and check out their live shows and they'll tell you which beers you should be having in your fridge. Everybody wants the perfect combination of malt and hops in your life. And Dan Aker and Stephen Weiss are the perfect combination of fantastic and wonderful. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Instagram. Find them. You're going to watch their show and love their show. They give away free merch during their shows. So go ahead and check out the Vegas Beer Guys. What a great time. And we're back. Chu and I are here discussing the 2005 film Stealth. Oh, Chu, another thing. The writer of this movie. Now. No, wait. It's W.D. <laughs> Henry. No, W.D. Richter. Okay. This guy has made some movies, Chu. He's written some movies. Slither in 1973, which I know you don't know, but is with James Caan. Invasion of the Body Snatchers, The Dracula with Frank Langella, Brubaker, Big Trouble in Little China. Have you seen that movie, Chu? Um, is that with Kurt Russell? Yeah. Whoa, and Goldie Hawn? No. No, Kim Cattrall. Oh, that's right. I was like, ah, it's a blonde chick, whatever. Yeah. I fucking love I've that I've never movie. seen it. Of course yeah. not. Oh, is that a teachable moment? I love Kurt Russell. All right. Love Kurt Russell. That might have to be a teachable moment. It's a weird, silly, stupid, fucked up movie, but it's glorious. So good. We haven't done a teachable moment in a minute. Oh, we know our next one, though. Remind me? Lars and the Real Girl. Oh, that's right. But he also did Needful Things and Home for the Holidays. He wrote those movies. Needful Things is based on Stephen King shit, but Home for the Holidays with Holly Hunter? This is a solid movie. So what happened with Stealth? <laughs> this guy has written a lot of good movies. <laughs> because um, I knew... Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I don't have an answer. I don't know what happened. Did he, like, he wrote it with his eyes closed. There's a I lot know. of bad dialogue in this movie. Oh, God, the I have to go pee-pee. What the fuck was that? The girl? Yeah. She has to go to the bathroom, but she says pee-pee? It's just to show you how great Jessica Biel is and how dumb she was. But there yeah. are lines in this movie like, that was shit hot. <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> it is a bag of chips, all right. Like, what does that even mean? Well, I think because people say... All that in a bag of chips? Yeah, like all that in a bag of chips, but uh, I don't know. The Nobody says that. Tenuous at best to, 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 to use that to say it's a bag of chips, all right. <laughs> Stupid. Fucking terrible. <laughs> We've got a nuclear crisis on our hands. Oh, good thing we're already up in the air. <laughs> Fucking Jesus. Uh, one of my favorite things about these types of movies is that there's always, and I'm sure I've mentioned it before, there's always somebody who, once they finally understand the gravity of the situation, they're like, oh my God. But that line was not used in this movie. Although the situation presented itself, Josh <laughs> many, Lucas many said, times. Josh Lucas had said, 
Holy shit. So it was the same thing. <laughs> and I'm not upset about it. <laughs> uh, did you write it down? Was it a positive point? Yeah. yeah well. I, I got a question for you. The very beginning of this movie we mentioned before was like a training exercise. Okay. But. I don't remember. It also, this training exercise involves live ammo and missiles being shot at the pilots. <laughs> which seems risky to me. <laughs> Anything could happen. You know, I don't know much about military or warfare or training exercises, but I'm going to say that's not how it, that should be that should go down. I don't know that they do that, do they? I don't know. Is there like a this unmanned fuel tank in the sky orbiting the earth? I, I don't know if that's true or not. I've never seen it ever or heard anybody talk about it. And I genuinely was like, does that actually exist? Is that a thing nobody talks about? Well, and it doesn't even seem like it's... In the that movie, in the movie, it didn't even seem as though it was piloted by humans. That it's just up there by itself. Yeah, nobody was on there. My note was, is anybody piloting this Iron Hindenburg... <laughs> I don't think so because they didn't cut to like anybody who was saying the, hey and then yeah, they blew it connect. up yeah although the the actual explosion I wrote as a positive point it was good because it was one of the few things in this movie that kind of looked good agreed I didn't hate it yeah I yeah <laughs> So much. So we start with this stupid training session in which their lives are put in danger. And then also they do weird things because they're constantly blowing shit up. And sometimes the shit they're blowing up, you see are like cardboard cutouts. Yeah. And then other times you you see (laughs) actual human beings firing guns at them. And I keep thinking, how do they know where the real people are? Do they, you know. Yeah. It, like, I don't know. That castle in the mountains, uh-huh. whatever it was, that was a miniature. Oh, yeah. With miniature trucks. I, ugh. <laughs> that, that wasn't good. <laughs> we could have done better with that. Your budget And was... also the whole, just the idea of this movie where they get back from their training mission and they find out there's going to be a fourth pilot. But the fourth pilot turns out to be an AI computer. I don't know. It just seems like they would have known that already, as opposed to their captain springing a surprise on them. Yeah, how are they? Completely they've been in the, in the dark program apparent probably for years, building these planes, now testing these planes. Yeah, you just think that they would have known, given the fact that they picked three out of 400 people to fit this role mm-hmm. and do this job. You obviously hold them at a higher level. Why wouldn't you have told them about this plane? Yeah, this movie is fucking weird. This like, And, I, you know, this whole movie seems like a bad response to 9-11. Oh, interesting. Doesn't it? Because I don't disagree the, yeah. with that. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Because at one point, 
that castle in the mountains, it's all about terrorists. Yeah. But then we leave terrorists and we go to Russia and North Korea. So this movie can't decide if it wants to stick itself in Cold War politics or terrorism. It's all bad. Just get your shit together. (laughs) Pick one. Oh, uh, something funny. Um, Once they uh, introduce the plane that it's AI to the pilots, Mm -hmm. I was like, I wrote, I thought this movie was about aliens. (laughs) 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 I was like, oh, okay, so it's not about aliens. It's about AI. Got it. Well, let me ask you this. Were you... (laughs) Did that disappoint you, or were you happy to see something different? Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> I didn't. I had low expectations when I thought it was aliens, and then the expectations stayed low. They didn't really falter. I mean, I didn't think it was going to be better than Independence Day, you know? No, of course not. So it didn't change. I expect, uh, yeah, it didn't change. It's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no aliens in this movie. (laughs) I don't know. Something about the the summary on IMDb made me think that it was aliens. (laughs) That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Just a pesky lightning storm, Chew. Which I actually, I think I had my back turned. I never saw that lightning strike. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) I never saw it. And then they were talking about it. I'm like, okay, I'll roll with it. I would have liked liked one of the pilots to be Sully. Who's Sully? Sully, who landed the plane in the Hudson River, the pilot. Oh. Because of the bird strike. Yeah, I didn't. I just would have liked to seen one line where he's like, "Fucking bird strikes, fucking lightning strikes. This is bullshit." (laughs) (laughs) I never watched that movie, but I remember it happening. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing is, it's such a trope. It's such a stupid trope where you have this benevolent, wonderful computer with the soft-spoken voice, and then by happenstance, of course, just happens to get struck by lightning. I think I'm going to be a super dick now. (laughs) Yeah. I'm making that decision. And they show scenes of, like, people, uh, you know, Josh Lucas and, and the computer genius guy walking behind a screen. That was weird. And, And so you see, like, a silhouette of them. Yeah. And it just appears that that stealth, that Eddie is reading lips <laughs> and getting in on that conversation. That's like, what it looks like. Like, why did they feel the need? He's a machine. Why did they feel the need? Oh, well, we'll just move this curtain. It'll, it'll fix everything. Yeah, right. Secret you conversation can't hear us now. now. Curtain fixed it. It's like a bad doctor. Bad doctor closes the screen and it's like, this guy's going to fucking die for sure. (laughs) But he can't hear me. Doctor, he can still hear you. (laughs) No, 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 he can't hear me. Curtain. (laughs) I don't think so. I drawn the curtain. (laughs) Uh, Then the patient just 
leans over and picks up the cur- I can hear you. <laughs> you want to tell me more about this gonna die shit? <laughs> oh, I one of my grievances was after the training mission, they're in a bar. Do you remember the extreme close-ups in that bar on their faces? On Josh Lucas's face and on, you know, Jessica yeah. Biel's face. And then the background would be all blurred, but it would look like... They were in portrait mode. Yeah. I, I mean, it just looked... Bizarre. But it was worse than that because cause it was dizzying. Yeah. Like, I thought I was going to have a stroke having to look at it. <laughs> um. <laughs> That whole scene was odd. Was I just? I don't. Well, because it it was weird. Shows men being stupid with stupid men behavior, and then Jessica Biel having to put up with stupid male behavior. And she just kind of laughs it off because she's like, "Oh, yeah. boys." Yeah, boys will be boys. Bullshit. Yeah. Oh, just go fuck a stranger. That's what you always do. I know you're in love with me, but you can go have sex with her. It's fine. Right. It's fine. Have fun. They even have, like, they have a conversation later in the movie, she and Josh Lucas, where she's asking him, what do you do? It's like the when Harry met Sally moment. Harry says, yeah, I've got an early squash game. He's like, you don't play squash, Harry. She goes, yeah, she doesn't know that. She just met me. (laughs) that's how you do it and make it funny yeah which by the way that's one of my favorite movies that's a great movie yeah it's fucking good how pleasing is it for me to name a movie and just hear you say seen it and love it that doesn't happen a lot for you doesn't happen often yeah and it won't it will continue to not happen that often (laughs) mostly you're just an eternal disappointment Shall we? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So then they they have this training sequence. Then they have bar sequence. Then they get their orders. They're going to a ship. And then the second they go on ship, they have, like, leave. Yeah. Go take a mini vacation. That was suspicious right off the bat. Called back 24 hours later. What was this scene in the fucking movie for? What purpose did it serve? Nothing. We already know that they love each other. That's already been yeah, plainly set. So you didn't need all of those scenes. We already know that Jamie Foxx is a dick. And so we don't need a scene where he bamboozles a young woman who can't speak English. We already know he's an asshole. <laughs> Because she even, at one point, she, she, he, when he first sees that woman, Jamie Foxx, he puts his hand on her shoulder and she takes it off. Yeah, she's not interested. As though to say, hey, fuck off, mister. And then in the next scene, it's like he threw some, I don't know, magic, you want to fuck me dust in her face. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to get dusty, that's the kind of dust you want to get dusty with. (laughs) Well, apparently not for her. 
Well, she ended up getting with it. They had this bike ride in the... Getting with it. Yeah. The magical bike ride. <laughs> that's right up there with the line, pardon my C-cup. Oh, yeah, that's right. God, the, the dialogue in here is bizarro. So, okay, they're not even on R&R for longer than 12 hours, I don't think. Just enough time to see Jessica Beale in a bathing suit, which I think totally. was the whole purpose. It's the early 2000s. I mean, you got You saw this coming. Yeah. Here's her ass in a bathing suit. <laughs> You're welcome. Signed the movie. Like, we already know she's fit and beautiful. Like, I, she can stay fully clothed. I understand what's going on down there. She is extremely attractive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Justin Timberlake, no offense to him. He's very talented. I love him. But she's hotter than you, dude. Sorry. <laughs> she's You're not on you're not on a Beal level, she's just so you know. Stunning. Yeah. But it's all for naught. They have to go back and because there's a nuclear crisis. Yeah. Isn't there always? Yeah. That, and and then so basically from here on out, this movie just devolves into one CGI catastrophe after another. Yeah, it's all CGI, all of it. Oof. Oh man. Planes going upside down so you can see the missile coming out. <laughs> it's all oddly erotic. Even Eddie's supercomputer. Looks like a big dildo when they pull it out of his yeah. There's some phallic head. Uh, stuff in here. Yeah, there's a bunch of phallic shit going on. Man, but that whole attack scene is just nonsense. I'm getting lost in. Be I'm trying to think of what the scene is, and I'm like, no, I think that was a different scene. Well, it was the one they were attacking oh, the yeah. castle and blowing up That's the nuclear right. missiles Henry and all that shit. Yet. Son of a bitch. Yeah. He dies after Him that. Him and Eddie get into a fight. <laughs> <laughs> he and Eddie get into a fight. Oh, that's uh, amazing. Only because it's completely <laughs> accurate. Yeah, that's it's what such a yeah. You were given a direct order and yeah. you got to follow it. Let's go. I'm afraid I can't do that. I'm doing more of a Hal voice now. <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. Except Dave is Lieutenant Henry Purcell, right? I don't know. I didn't get everybody's names. I just initialed their <laughs> their not. real initials, not their character initials. All right. Let's take one more break, and then we'll come back and finish out how ridiculous right. this movie gets. Party. Very good. Does the coronavirus have you feeling oogie? Have you been sitting on your couch for weeks? Nay, have you been sitting on there for months? Well, it's time for you to get back in shape. Check out 2AT Fitness. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook. 2AT Fitness was started by Tina Bernard. 
She is ready and raring to go to help you get back into the shape you want to get into. They've got all kinds of classes. They've got outdoor in-person classes. They've got online classes if that's what you prefer. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get back in shape. You're going to find a variety of exercises. You're going to have strength training, cardio, weightlifting, even fun five-minute burnouts that will push you to your limits. So get off the couch, get into shape. Go ahead and check out Tua T Fitness. Tina Bernard has got you for all your needs. I know her personally. She's fantastic. You're not going to meet a better person to help you become the new you. Check it out. And we are back. Yet again, Chu and I are sitting here talking about the 2005 film Stealth. Okay, Chu. We were in the last segment. We were getting to sort of the middle of this movie, and they're in uh, Tajikistan. 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 And then, you know, from that moment on, this movie is just nothing but a series of war crimes being committed by Americans. That's an actually appropriate assessment. I mean, they're war yes. crimes. Yeah. It's alarming when at a certain point I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I'm on the North Korean side. <laughs> yeah. She shouldn't be shooting at them. You shouldn't have landed there in the You don't belong first in their place. airspace. Oof. And she committed a serious yeah. crime yeah. by ignoring physics for her drop. Yep. None of that makes sense. plane's going like Mach huh? 2. And then she punches out, and I'm supposed to believe that the debris is she punches coming out, like, from above her. Potentially upside down. Yeah. As no. opposed to the plane <laughs> still traveling. Uh, it's all very upsetting. No. When I found out that she was going to be ditched in North Korea, I thought, oof. Kudos to whoever wrote that in, because that's the shittiest thing that could happen. They're like, hey, something bad's going to happen. And not like, oh, it's kind of bad. We're going to blow it up out of the proportion. No, if you land in North Korea. You be fucked. That fucking sucks. <laughs> You're going to die in North Korea because no one's going to come to help you. Certainly not Seth and Rogen. And weren't. This not is even true. Seth Rogen I never can saw help that. <laughs> nope. Um, but like. So I did appreciate that because I was like, oof, she right. did now. I mean, in order. These soldiers create a nuclear fallout that covers civilians in Tajikistan. Yeah. Then they go into Russian airspace. And Josh Lucas kills several Russian pilots. Yeah. So we're going to war with Russia now? And then we, and then we land one of our pilots in North Korea. So we're starting wars World on War multiple fronts. Meanwhile, what's his name? Sam Shepard, the great Sam Shepard is in this movie, plotting murder against his own pilots. So unlike him. Shenanigans. A positive. <laughs> it, Sam Shepard was a positive point. That's all I wrote. Okay. Sam Shepard. I actually yeah, loved him. wrote him as a positive point. Until he became not, like, yeah, he went from evil to <laughs> evil 
<laughs> in a way where I thought, oh, fuck you. Fuck you, stealth. <laughs> and I actually... I, I guess all three principal actors, they're not bad in the movie. No. They just don't have anything... I like all of them. They don't have anything to do. Yeah, that's a great point. I liked everybody in the movie... I was like, oh, that's cool. This person's in here. This person's in here. That person's in there. Like, this is fucking awesome. And then the story unfolds. You're like, ugh. Right. This this isn't great. I really like Jessica Biel. I thought she was trying to do the most. Yeah. With the least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? I genuinely, I felt like she did the best job she could. And I felt like I... I was like, oh, I believe that she's afraid she's going to die in North Korea. Yeah, absolutely. That. Yeah, that was good. Does do she, does she have chemistry with Josh Lucas? I really couldn't decide. I didn't think so, but but I didn't think there was no um, chemistry either. No, I think they just didn't write enough Is that in it? to make us really believe, oh, there's absolutely chemistry. I think there could have been, but it just wasn't written right. that way. Which is fine. It doesn't need to be this huge love story. I didn't need a kiss at the end, which didn't happen, and I'm totally fine with that. Um, yeah, this movie I, ends with the line, just tell me you love me, you pussy. I'm not upset about it. I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> Good job, Jessica. Um, There's some gender politics yeah. in that, though. You're not really supposed to call people Good. pussies. It's intimating oh. that women are weak. Well, he was being a pussy. <laughs> he clearly loves her. He went to North Korea, <laughs> crossed enemy lines to get her, started a war with Russia and North right. Korea. Thanks, Josh. All for one person. Obviously, he loves her. When I was in community college, a girlfriend brought up some guy, and I said, he's a pussy. And she said, don't say that. It's demeaning to women. And I said, oh, she probably has a point. And then she said, it's a very strong canal, which I could not resist. So then I asked her if her pussy was built in Panama. Oh and then we dated for about 10 more minutes. <laughs> Stop. Is that true? Yes. Um, well, as somebody who uses the word pussy as an insult... And as somebody who's a woman, I obviously don't take offense to it. I understand everybody's different. Um, it takes yeah. a lot to offend Lady Chu. I'll say that much. Yeah, you just have to uh, <laughs> honk at me while I'm backing into a parking spot at Costco. Right, or kill Jamie Foxx. <laughs> yeah. Nobody will understand that first reference, but they'll absolutely understand the second. Right. That was an off-air discussion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the slightest beep, dear listeners, from another human being, Chew will I, fucking go apeshit. I just lost all self-control. <laughs> anyway. You put your husband's life in jeopardy that I day. I could feel his tension. He was like, I swear to fucking God, if you get out, <laughs> I could, I just, I felt it coming. But I reined it back. It's fine. Oh my gosh. How about the Alaska scene? By the way, this movie's so strange because Eddie becomes the villain. 
but then gets his shit together. And then he and Josh Lucas work together to go save Jessica Biel. What a... I don't know how I feel about that. What a twist. Don't set up the plane as your villain and then have it get its shit together. It's almost like its whole point was to originally save Jessica Biel in North Korea. Like, they mm-hmm. thought, they started with this idea. But like idea. we said earlier, it's because the the plane is the only one with a character arc. Yeah. Even for the... Because it was learning, it was learning, he was, at that point, Josh Lucas had started doing heroic things and then even saved the plane. And once he's put out the fire fire on board the AI plane by launching a missile in the Russian Arctic water, by the way, but whatever. <laughs> Eddie was, Eddie then thought to Eddie's self, you know what? I think I won't kill Josh Lucas. He's an okay guy. Like, I yeah. fuck. Um, we can get along. I thought, We're going to go land in Alaska. I thought that was random as fuck. Alaska? Alaska. I don't know. Well, it is near Russia. This is true. But also, that Alaska scene had the most... I wrote it down as a positive point. But the, the what I wrote down was, wow, genuinely dangerous stunt. <laughs> when the plane blows up the factory? Yeah. I mean, that doesn't look like mannequins. No. In front of that building. That looks like real people. Almost getting blown up. Somewhere in the vicinity of six inches in front. (laughs) That's an exaggeration, but they are close to that warehouse and it blows up and you can see it like knock them back. Yeah. Where I was genuinely worried for the stunt actors that performed that stunt. I wonder if they had a moment. Looked good though. Yeah, it did. I wonder if they had a moment. After the explosion, where everyone was like, oof, that kind of got out of hand for a second. Like, whoa. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we didn't plan it up ahead about walk that. O- walk over to Rob Cohen and, and just, uh, we're not doing a second take, just so you know. <laughs> like, that's it. You get that one. Although I read something, maybe that's why. I don't remember. I thought I read something where they said uh, that they were doing a den- dangerous take and they so they did just do it once and they had four cameras going at once and just were like that's it <laughs> we're getting the one shot um well and can we talk about the so the very end the very end of this movie i mean it's so strange true we're in north korea jessica beale is now running away from an army She shoots a guy who does not seek medical attention. He just wraps a bandage around his leg and then continues to follow her. I don't know how he got that done so fast. Right. But we have no stakes in who this person is. We're supposed to hate him just because he's North Korean, I think, which feels a little racist. That's wrong. He's just taking orders like everybody else. Not that I've got a lot of love for North Korea, but... He's a human. Again... I kept thinking, I'm on North Korea's side. 
We have entered their sovereign land. Yeah. Kill them. (laughs) You have the entire United States to protect. It's fine. Just kill these two people. They're not supposed to be there. Well, and right. And so she's trying to get to South Korea. But is she at the DMZ? Wherever she is, I imagine there'd be lots of landmines and there are no landmines. No. The ground does look messy. Messy. Like, maybe there is, but we didn't see any. Previously blown yeah. up? Previously blown up and not re Not restocked. Remined. Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody restocked from the night before. Like, the closer didn't put out new landmines for the, for the AM shift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, in your mind, in your mind, the, the landmines are going off every day, and at the end of the shift, they have to replace... Yeah. Do I have that right? Yeah. I just had this like you know, flashback of working in the restaurant. And you're like, that's exactly what that's like. Who didn't restock the landmines last night? Who was on? <laughs> Someone send in a memo. <laughs> <laughs> Leave a note in the book. Whoever closed last night. Sucks. They need a write-up. <laughs> But it all just ends with such nonsense. So Eddie arrives. Eddie arrives. He blows up the the gun, you know, all the gun turrets at the border. Yep. Kills all those people. Then Josh Lucas swings around, kills everybody in the tree line. Which is just escalating the war that's going to come after this. Yeah. And then the one lone guy who got shot in the leg by Jessica Beale is the lone survivor who we're supposed to be rooting the death for the death for. And he tries to snipe Josh Lucas, but then she warns him and then he warns her and they're dodging bullets. Any kind of grenade launches him into a, into a fence. Uh, yep. Death of the man we knew nothing about until five minutes ago. This is the climax. Yeah. And oh, and then uh, Eddie makes the ultimate sacrifice. He does. Eddie learns to sacrifice. Yep. With a simple goodbye. <laughs> Thanks, Eddie. <laughs> Followed by yet another CGI blast off into a North Korean chopper. Yep. And then. Everyone's on the boat having a funeral. And I became mad yes. all over again. Did you? Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Damn it. Because I managed to think to myself, oh, yeah, I forgot. Jamie Foxx died. <laughs> he just didn't need to die. He didn't need to. But again, Jessica Biel bringing it tear down the cheek. That was man. good. I like her. She's all right. Followed by, just tell me you love me, pussy. Roll credits. Yeah. And boom, it's done. Did you get to the end of the credits, Chew? Uh, no, I watched it on Stars, and it cuts you off. So it's like, oh, movie's over. And then it switches. It just plays another movie. The most random fucking movie. Which I think uh, you would consider a How Dare You, even though I've never watched it. Ultraviolet. Whatever the fuck that is. Is that with... Um, Resident Evil. Yeah. Fuck. What's her name? 
Is this supermodel? Why, why am I former blanking? Super, supermodel? Yeah. yeah. Mia? What's her name? Mila. Mila, thank right? you. Oof. I don't know. Oh. Uh, but no, but did something else happen in the end credits? Like extra shit? Yeah, there was some extra uh -huh. shit at the end. All right, well, I'll go watch it. Yeah. Jovovich. Yeah. Yeah. She's cool. Agreed. Yeah. So what happens at the end is you see all the wreckage from Eddie flying into the helicopter. Mm -hmm. And then you see the spherical ball that's Eddie's head with the dick. <laughs> <laughs> with the dick probe. Okay. And so the dick probe is exposed and all of a sudden you see one of the red lights on his head light up. Like somebody was... Which is extra offensive in the sense that they, again... You thought there was going to be number two? <laughs> we thought we were going to have another one of these. And what are you saying? That now that he's crashed, he's turned bad again? So you invest in me... In, you, you have me invest in Eddie being the villain. Then he turns out to save the day. And now you're going to make him a dick again? I can't afford this sort of mental anguish. And actually, neither can you because you didn't make all your money on the first one. Oh. Chew. Dropping bombs. Deep cut. Howie. Go fuck yourself, Stealth. Yep. <laughs> Would you recommend this movie? No. <laughs> I don't think I can. Uh... Yeah, no. If it was condensed, maybe. If it wasn't as long, and you didn't get lost in these long, yeah, these long. I scenes, wish it wasn't uh, maybe. two hours. Yeah, that's too long. Too long. No, I, I. Well, but strangely, I remember hating this movie when I saw it in the theaters the first time. That's appropriate. So if my my hate level was up here. <laughs> Chew, okay. the first time okay. I saw it, it was like right here. Okay, so improved time. marginally. Yeah. Yes. It came in just under that. But it's not good. No. This is a not good movie. It's bad. It is not the worst movie we've seen on, for this podcast. Mm. Oh. I would, I don't, I would say no, yeah, it's you're not right. in the top five worst movies for the podcast. Oh, I think it's top five. Ooh. Well, it's because our top five differs. I got two on there <laughs> that you don't, that we disagree on. Right. I got. But you're wrong about, but that's fine. <laughs> eh, we'll, we'll discuss that. Okay. You can be wrong. <laughs> you can think you're right, but you're wrong. Oh, history will be on my side. People are already telling us how great fucking Commando is. <laughs> Commando has fans, Chew. Oh, you guys. Stop. What's the drinking game? Oh. What's your drinking game for Easy. stealth? Every time something blows up. <laughs> Can you leave those sound effects in there? Because it's an accurate representation of how awful I am at sound effects. Agreed. Yeah. 
Uh, I was of two minds. At first, I thought every time there was egregious CGI. Oh, God. That's too many. That's a lot. That's too many. And then I thought maybe I could make it more interesting. What if uh, you did it every time Sam Shepard makes a poor decision? Oof. That's plenty. That's a good amount to get drunk. Right? Yeah. Including killing himself. Tisk right. tisk. That's not cool. <laughs> Going out like a coward. Yeah. yeah. I would have liked. So you, you get one last drink at the end of the yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I would have liked an extra, like a end credit scene where. There is well, one. No, a separate one where, um, Josh and Jessica get court-martialed. I need that. Oh, yeah. Because you started World War III. And nobody can court-martial Sam Shepard because he shot himself. Right. So now the military needs scapegoats. That'd be great. Oh, post-credits. The slam of the gavel. You're both guilty. Yep. Here's a list of your crimes, and this huge scroll comes down off the bench. (laughs) Just the entire movie script? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Well, that's it. You got anything else to say, Chu? Um, no. This was a, uh, this was a decent pile of garbage. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. That's a bad movie. It did not disappoint in that respect. It did what it's supposed to do. Exactly. Be bad. Yep. All right. Well, if you have a different opinion, everybody, you let us know. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram or Twitter. Send us a message or an email to the How Dare You podcast at gmail.com. Let us know which drinking game you prefer. We'll put a poll out in the field. Yes, Chew? Yeah, that sounds fun. Fucking boom. <laughs> For Lady Chew... I'm Michael Schantz. We'll see you next time. Bye, Chew. See ya.